Matt Swatzel just finished his 24-hour shift as a firefighter and EMS. And over the last 24 hours, he only had 30 minutes of sleep. But he decided to drive home anyways. He was a few miles from home when the next thing he heard was what he called a god-awful sound. To Matt's horror, he fell asleep at the wheel and while asleep, crashed into June Fitzgerald's car, killing her and her unborn child and injuring her 19-month-old daughter who was in the back seat of the car. June's husband, Eric, who is a full-time pastor, was devastated. But as a full-time pastor, he also taught the power of forgiveness. And in almost the worst imaginable way, he was now thrust into position to forgive himself. And he did. It started with his, uh, with his pleading to the courts to lessen Matt's sentence. Eric didn't want to ruin another life. And he convinced the court to reduce the sentence to community service and a fine, which Matt paid and which Matt did. But he didn't stop there. Eric took it to the next level. Not only did he try to get his less, sentence lessons, he reached out to Matt and decided to meet with him face to face. And while the first time they met was quite unusual and awkward, they chatted and they decided to meet again two weeks later and then again two weeks later. And over time, this became a habit. They met every two weeks at restaurants at church to pray and at other different events and venues. And over the years, Matt and Eric formed a close friendship. What's the point of this story? The point of this story is no matter where you are in any form of relationship, you have the power to transform it. And what's amazing is you have the power to transform it alone without the other person's involvement. It all begins with tearing down the four barriers to, to relationships, to happy relationships. And in today's video, I'm going to take you through what those barriers are and how exactly to break them down. So stay tuned. Okay, so let's get started. In almost any unhappy relationship, there are four barriers. The first barrier is how we feel somebody is treating us. I call it the you're doing something to me barrier. In other words, we place blame on other people. Now, this could be relationships in the past or it could be in current relationships, but we place blame, blame on them specifically with regards to how we feel. You rejected me. You treated me badly. You broke my heart. You deceived me. You cheated me. You bullied me, you had rumors that destroyed my reputation, and many other ways of blaming people. So we've come to this conclusion or this idea that people are doing something to us and we place the blame on them. Now here's the thing, as long as you blame anybody for anything, you are giving them your power. So whatever they did to you, you are holding on to that and not letting go of what they quote unquote did to you. And so you're continuing to give the circumstance and the other person your power. And so when you're doing something to me, just like Eric did with Matt, he could have easily said, you ruined my life. You murdered my wife. 
You took my unborn child. You created chaos and havoc in my life. But he chose not to do that. He chose to forgive and to let it go. Now, a lot of people have problems or trouble forgiving others. Because when you forgive others, the thought is that you are condoning their behavior. You're saying what you did to me was okay and I forgive you. But that's not the point of forgiveness. You know, there's a saying, holding on to anger is like taking a poison pill and expecting the other person to die. Or something like that. But you get the point, right? So as long as we hold on to the hurt that people are tell are, are, have given us or have done to us, then you are continuing to give them your power. And so the way to get over this, you're doing something to me, is to forgive the person like Eric did with Matt. I know this is hard, I know this is difficult, but you've got to do it for yourself. Holding on to the anger not only gives them power, but it hurts you. When you push those emotions down, when you keep them inside, you are physically damaging your body. You are creating stress on your body, and stress is one of the leading indicators of physical decline in your body of many different ways from heart disease to other things. The second barrier is I am obligated to you. You see, we have what we call perceived obligations towards others. Obligations to honor our parents, our mothers and fathers, obligations to our children, other obligations to our spouse, obligations to our boss and to our colleagues and to our friends and to our siblings, and on and on and on. Now, when you have these obligations or these perceived obligations, and I call them perceived for, for a reason and I'll get to it in a moment. When you have these perceived obligations, it comes with resentment. You begin to resent the obligations and eventually you begin to resent the person for placing the obligations on you. But you see, the feeling of obligation is just that, a feeling, a thought that comes from your mind. And all you're doing is putting strain on the relationship when you come from that perspective. Not only that, when you have an obligation or perceived obligation, really what that means is you are expected in your mind to take care of that other person in some way, shape or form. Physically, mentally, emotionally, you are expected to perhaps entertain them, you are expected to take care of them, to feed them, to do whatever. And as long as you have that obligation in your mind, you are doing, you are creating dependence on the, from the other person. They are depending on you. Now, in some cases, you need to take care of certain people, especially children, right? So I'm not advocating that you don't take care of it. I'm advocating that you shift the perception of obligation because it creates resentment and puts, puts a barrier up in terms of how happy you can be in that relationship. You can still take care of people, but see it in a different way. You can take care of your children with the intent of teaching them to stand on their own two feet. You know, they say one of the greatest gifts you can give any people is the gift of independence. The gift of giving them, of, of empowering them to stand on their own two feet and accomplish anything they desire. And ultimately, while it may be painful to go through the process of breaking the obligation, when you tell people or when you teach people show them how to be independent they will ultimately thank you for that because it is the greatest gift that you can give so instead of looking at an obligation shift your mindset loosen it up a little bit make it a little bit less harsh and instead look at it as an opportunity an opportunity 
to serve others while simultaneously teaching them to stand on their own two feet. You can feel the vibrational difference between the two, right? Obligation is, is constricting and feels just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Whereas an opportunity feels exciting, motivating. And just that simple shift alone will change how you treat the other person, will change how you approach them, will change what you say to them, will change your tone of voice. It'll change your body language. And that is very powerful indeed. So when you practice forgiveness and when you shift from obligation to opportunity, you have already gone a long way to shift any relationship in a positive way. Are you beginning to understand the power of this? You don't even need the other person. Look, we have so much advice out there about how to shift relationships and it all requires dealing with the other person. But it starts with you shifting your mindset. When you shift your mindset, when you shift your vibe, everything else changes. Okay, let's get to the third barrier. The third barrier to unhappy relationships or to a happy relationship rather is I expect something from you. I expect you to behave a certain way. I expect you to change. We see that a lot in relationships. I expect you to make me happy. I expect you to take care of me. I expect you to listen to me. I expect, I expect, I expect. You don't even have to say to other people. You don't have to say, I expect this from you. But your vibe says it all. You see, we can pick up on other people's vibes, on their body language, on their tone of voice. And other people, just like you resent feeling obligated to other people, they resent having that expectation placed on them. It's unfair because the reality is they're not responsible for how you feel. If you expect somebody to make you happy, you will never be happy from them, not because they're incapable of making you happy, but because happiness does not come from them. It only comes from within. It only comes from you. And so what you need to do is you need to drop the expectations from the other person. You need to say, I am responsible for how I feel. I am responsible for how I look at the world. I am responsible for my happiness, for my peace of mind, for my ability to navigate through life. I am responsible for creating my reality. And I don't need you for anything. I don't expect you to accomplish any of these things for me. When you drop that expectation, the vibe changes. It relaxes the other person almost instantaneously because they know that they are not obligated to you in any way, shape or form and that you are going to take care of things on your, on your own. And suddenly they relax. And you know, it's kind of ironic. They will naturally change for you anyways, because they're responding to your vibe. Do you see the power in this? This is really, really powerful stuff and I want to drive this home. It sounds simple, but it's so powerful and can really shift your, your relationships in so many wonderful ways. Okay, the fourth barrier. I see others in a negative light. So, as we go through life and we have these experiences, especially negative experiences, we can come to conclusions about other people and these conclusions can be negative. People are untrustworthy. People are greedy. Um, people are 
are going to screw you the first chance they get. Um, people are negative, people are this, people are that. Now, it doesn't necessarily come from your own personal experiences. It can also come through the media. When you see news sources that talk about this person did this thing to that person, um, you come to conclusions. It conditions your mind. And so when you see other people in a negative light and you know what that looks like, when you say, I don't trust strangers, I don't trust people, that's a function of your conditioning. Now, when you're a child and they teach you to be weary of, of strangers, there's a reason for that. But when you're an adult, things have changed, but you may have carried that belief with you throughout your life. Start to shift how you see people. Recognize that everybody is doing the best they can with where they are. Recognize that people make mistakes. Recognize that people are trying to grow like you are, or perhaps maybe not grow in this lifetime, maybe in a future lifetime. But look at the innocence of people. I know this might be difficult for you, but you see, when you start to change how you see other people, other people respond in kind, especially those that you actually have relationships with. So if you have a mean boss who has yelled at you, who treats you unfairly, who's passed you down for promotions, shift how you feel about that boss. Maybe shift a perception from this guy is a mean guy or this girl is a mean girl or this person is a mean person to this person really wants me to succeed and is trying their best to help me succeed. And you, you, now you might go, Dave, look, I don't believe that. I understand that. But understand this for just one minute. Any perception you have towards another person is just that. It's a perception. The reality is you have no idea what's going on in their minds behind the scenes. You don't know. So if you don't know, why come to the worst conclusion? Because here's the thing. When you have a conclusion towards another person that's negative, they're going to pick up on that vibe and respond in kind. I promise you that's how it works because you do it to other people too. You know when somebody does not like you. They don't have to say it. You just know. And it's the same thing when it comes to how other people, how you see other people, they respond in kind. If you shift how you see other people, if you recognize it's all perception anyways, and I'm going to, instead of looking at them in a negative light, look at them in as much of a positive light as I can, they're going to start responding in kind. It may not happen immediately. Some vibes take some time. You need to be consistent in your approach, but they will eventually change. They're going to, they're going to pick up on your vibration, on your words, which will naturally follow the vibration. It says, you know what? This person respects me. This person understands me. This person is looking at the good part of me and I'm going to respond in kind. Those are the four barriers to happy relationships. You're doing something to me. I'm obligated to you. I expect something from you. I see others in a negative light, but when we forgive, and let go of the you're doing something to me. When we shift the mindset of I'm obligated to you to this is an opportunity to help you become independent. When you drop expectations from others and instead come to the conclusion that you are responsible for how you feel. And when you shift from seeing others in a negative light to seeing others in a positive light, all of your relationships will change. And the amazing part, as I've said before, is you requires nothing else from the other person. 
I hope you found this helpful. I want, I want to stress that relationships are just one part of the entire manifestation story. If you want to manifest your desires, you got to look beyond relationships. So while this is valuable stuff, recognize that how you feel about yourself, your thoughts about the future, your faith in the universe, your purpose or intent, how you treat money, how you deal with anxieties and fears, etc., all have a role to play in how you create your universe, how you create your world, how you manifest your desires. So if you're interested in learning more about how to do that, then I have a one-page cheat sheet for you. This cheat sheet is not is going to show you the nine steps required to go from where you are to where you want to be. And where you want to be is the kind of person who is able to manifest their desires with ease. The kind of person who doesn't live by society's rules, but rather sees themselves as a spiritual being in a physical world. When you shift your mindset to that, you become far more powerful. So if you're interested, click on the link, wherever that link may be. It could be below or in your bio. And I'll see you next time. Have yourself a great day.